I'm Loza. I'm Isaias. And this is Light and Love with Loseas, the podcast. We're a young married couple living in Los Angeles. Walking by faith and doing so transparently. Our hope is that this podcast leaves you feeling inspired as we explore matters of light, love, and life. Thanks for tuning in. Dabi dabi dum dabi doo dum dum dabi dabi dum dabi doo dum dum dabi dabi dum dabi doo dum dum. Cause breaking up is hard to do. What's up, everybody? This is Isaiah. This is Loza. And this is Light in Love with Loseus. And today we are talking about the topic. Of love, more specifically, breakups. This is episode number eight. Good job for making it all the way out here. For those of you guys that have been listening to every single episode, thank you guys. We love you. We appreciate you. And we love that we're now getting a chance to share some of these reviews that you guys are writing in, um, how encouraging they've been to us. And the fact that you guys are rating it is actually putting it you know, on the forefront of the Apple Podcast reviews. And so I wanted to read one today from... I'm just going to go back, right? And my goal is to ideally get to every review that you guys submit. So please submit them. Um, this one is from a Caleb Kasai. He said, Wednesdays just got better. I'm absolutely loving this podcast. What a dynamic duo. They discuss matters of light, love, and life in a transparent and authentic way that makes it feel like you're having a conversation with friends. They truly live by their message of walking by faith, which shines through in their unique and relatable perspectives. I can't recommend this podcast enough. It's a must-listen for anyone looking to add a little more light and love into their life. Wonderful, Caleb. And I love that you kind of strung in all of our keywords, light, love, and life, all in that review. So. I feel like, in all fairness, that review requires a disclosure. You have to also tell the people that that is, that is our son's godfather. That is. So if he didn't act accordingly on that <laughs> on that review that would have been a little bit odd but uh now we love you caleb thank yeah. you for the kind words he's actually been very supportive to us very uh, from supportive. the very beginning every he like always hits us up uh after every episode with like a full review of his of his thoughts and his feelings mm-hmm. and we have to say we appreciate the support and love from all of you because uh it's the words of encouragement that keep us going because you know the dms the mm-hmm. The messages, everything let us know that what we're doing is is being received and it's, it's helpful. You know, it's, yeah. it's good to know that our, 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 our efforts are doing something. Yeah, so thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, so yeah, welcome to episode eight. Again, uh, this one, as we noted, is called Working Title, Breakups and Finding Your Person. Now, um, Isaiah and I, you know, have kind of taken inventory of all of the topics that you guys have submitted to us. And we're like, look at them, you know, we kind of see which ones we want to talk about. Uh, but this one we thought was an interesting one, only because we've kind of see it, seen it recurring um, in the world around us, right? The topic of breakups, what it's like to find your person. Um, is there a, the one in relationships? Does that not exist? And even in our own journey of like finding each other, I feel like... Uh, Breakups have been more than just a way of, I don't know, severing ties with the person prior. I feel like it's been a demonstration of faith. I know from my story, which um, I've shared with some of you guys and I intend on sharing today. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to get into it. Uh, I actually believe that breakups don't have to be a bad thing. 
Well, there's, there's two sides of it, okay? So, like, I think we oftentimes look at breakups as, like, this heart-wrenching thing where you want someone, you want an outcome, and it's all stripped away from you. I think that's mm-hmm. the common conception that we have, which is a real one, and that's something that most of us have experienced uh, in one way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think what I, I love what you are getting at because, if I'm understanding you correctly, it's this idea that, Sometimes a breakup could actually be the thing that's necessary to get you closer to where you're supposed to be. So when you look at it through that framework, it no longer has a negative, just a negative connotation. Mm -hmm. In fact, it could be the thing that has been delaying you from what has been for you all along. Right. You know, it's like, it's like, how could you, how could you, and actually before we even get that far, let's talk about why or how this even happens mm-hmm. like because you know we all have that friend or know, been that friend or been that friend mm-hmm. that we know is in a situation that's gone on for too long yeah and from the outside it's like why what but like because you feel like everyone knows you feel like everyone can see mm-hmm. it but it's just like why because everyone has their own reasons yeah so you tell me Loza, why have you been someone who stuck around in situations <laughs> for longer than maybe you should have. Yeah, I think even in my own personal account, the biggest thing I can think of is this concept of just scarcity and well, lack of faith, right? Thinking that like, oh, this relationship is it. What if there's not another good man? What if it doesn't work out for me? What if just all the what ifs and fast forwarding it in your mind of a negative outcome resulting, you know? What if I end up alone? What if I can't find anyone? That's usually where my mind, you know, would go. And it's not to say that, like, you know, my past relationships were like, oh, my gosh, they're so bad. But there's a part of me that wonders, you know, even being in good relationships, they can be good. But if you don't believe that it's God's best for you, like, why are you still sticking around? That, I think, is a very tough question that you have to ask yourself. So the first thing was for me. Um, scarcity mindset, the second thing was like lying to myself, right? Saying that what I've got feels good. I know it's not quite God's best for me because I'm believing that, you know, there's someone that will make it feel organic or whatever the case may be. And because of that, just perpetually thinking that things would change, you know, and kind of just going with the flow without really answering to a part of myself. Can we dive into that for a second? Sure. I, I don't have the, I don't know if I have the right answer for this, but like, how do you, in your mind differentiate between what you believe is just not quite the right thing versus something that you haven't fully allowed yourself to explore further enough. Cause like, I think the fine balance that most people or some people are struggling with is mm-hmm. like, okay, I don't want to cut something off prematurely. I want to give this person a shot mm-hmm. and really see what's up. But at the same time, I also don't want to hang around forever with, with something or with someone that is not for me. Yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like there's no clear definition there. Yeah, especially because when do you know, you know? In my, in my own experience, I, I've understood, and from all of the different, like, married men in my life, right? I've asked this question often, like, when did you know that that person was your person, you know? And if it, is it an immediate thing? Is it something that takes time? Do you have to discover that person? And I think we've had the conversation of, like, oh, is there either a spark missing is there something that's not sitting right in the relationship that you're just still sitting in it i think there's so many little flags 
that tell us, our intuition tells us. I feel like we understand, okay, this is either organic or this is not organic. There is something that's missing here. And I feel like that understanding of ourself is there. It's just, do we listen to that, you know, that voice inside of us that says, hey, this isn't actually it for you. Um, Are you talking about superficial things? Like, oh, oh, I don't think this guy has a good enough hairline. Is that, was that like? No. <laughs> no, because the hairline can be fixed. A- anything physical, not necessarily physical, but I think we just stay in it and at, at our core really, really know that it's not it for us, but still somehow stick around, you know, hoping things change. And I've always yeah. said this to, you know, all my sisters, like how you find a man is how you keep a man. So if you find a man that's, you know, a hot mess, or uh, if you find a man that's kind of doing his thing, but isn't quite what you would imagine a husband to be like, this like we're going to grind together and he's going to change his character over time is a very hard thing for me to hear people say because Really, how you get them is how you. So then, why do people? You why do you think them? people in that circumstance stick around for longer than they should? Then, comfort, yeah. comfort, afraid of what else is out there, afraid of being alone, afraid of not having the person that you know, if there is a person for them out there. Um, sometimes, it's, sometimes it's hard work to like let go of something that's kind of working, even if, if you know it's not like a forever thing. Like, sometimes people just want the companionship, the temporary companionship. It's like when you are working with a therapist and you feel like the therapist is just not quite right for you. I've actually heard more than one person say this before. It's like the relationship with the therapist is not quite right, but then, you know, you still have your person that you're meeting with every week and they know enough about you where they you don't have to re-explain everything. And just the thought alone of having to stop that relationship, meet, go through the process of searching for a new mm-hmm. uh, therapist, meet up with that therapist, vet that therapist, tell them your whole life again, mm-hmm. only with the hopes that it could be someone better mm-hmm. and no guarantees. I actually think that's a pretty daunting realization. But I think deep down inside we all know that you got to find a new therapist because yeah. if it's not working there and you're not moving closer to where you want to be and where you're supposed to go, mm-hmm. then you're just kind of killing time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's tough because though it might be daunting work up front, I think when you think about, you know, when it comes to relationships, obviously the ultimate goal is marriage, right? You're thinking forever. You're thinking long term. So if you're not willing to put in that work to find that person that you're going to end up with forever, or if you're complacent and you're comfortable with it, that's your prerogative. But do I believe that we often settle for not God's best? Absolutely. And it's because we're just afraid to step out and find out. This is, of course, assuming you have two people who are coming into the situation with a shared belief that they're working towards something Mm -hmm. uh, with the perspective of the future in mind. I think you should also leave room for those people who are going into it saying, hey, we're just here to like hang out. There's Mm -hmm. nothing formal happening here. Uh, I think that is a contingent of the dating pool in today's society. Non-intentional dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think think that's a decent amount of people. Mm -hmm. I think the issue comes in where, you know, and I think this happens to a lot of people, is Mm -hmm. that you might present yourself as someone who's trying to indicate this idea that you believe in a future mm-hmm. relationship, mm-hmm. 
only to try to get closer to someone and perhaps you know get something else out of it get you know whether it's physical something physical or whatever mm -hmm. else only to get what you want and then leave the situation mm -hmm. and leaving people you know with misaligned expectations yeah and I wonder, I, I know for women, a lot of the times, you know, we stick around because we're just waiting on the guy to make, you know, the next move and people being strung along, you know, and I don't know what it is for guys that allows it, you know, it, as we're believing that the male is a pursuer, right? That he's the one that's pursuing the woman that, you know, is saying, I'm in search of my rib, you know, not to make it so cheesy, but why is it that you know guys are just not being I, I don't know is it an honesty thing as to why they're holding on to relationships longer than they should and making the woman stick around i can't speak for i can't speak for all guys but i feel like if you were to look at the dating pool uh at large i think the truth is there's a misalignment of expectations and wants i think mm -hmm. a lot of guys are not looking for uh at least, at, 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 depending on the stage that they're at, they're not looking mm -hmm. for a long-term situation, but they do, everyone wants companionship, though. Mm -hmm. The issue is, though, that you want this kind of companionship without any real commitment, and that's where the misalignment, I think, mm -hmm. comes in. Mm -hmm. I will, not to, not to betray my brothers out here, but I will say this. Mm -hmm. I feel like if a man really wants you, trust me, there's nothing that's going to get in his way. So if you're if you're a guy that you're with, if, assuming this is a situation where there's misaligned expectations, trust me, if he really if, if he really wanted you, there would be nothing that would stand in his way from you knowing that. Which is what I've always understood, right? That's my that's my, my personal brother-in-law, my, my dad. Everyone's always said that when you know, you know, and it doesn't take a man very long to know that, you know. And I think I, I think it's actually okay if if a lot of guys are saying, hey, I'm not ready to commit like that or, or whatever the case may be. It's just be honest about that and and, and, and meet it, up yeah. and meet up with the women who are also not looking for something long term or serious. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think it's just unfortunate when there are women who want something that's structured towards something long term mm -hmm. and then they're, you know, aligning with guys who maybe aren't making that necessarily clear mm -hmm. uh, and then that misalignment happens. Yeah. No, that's and in those situations, so it's I think sometimes women will stay in the mix, hoping that the guy will come along, and then that goes on for I've seen that happen so many long. times. Yeah, and then it's not good for anybody. No, you know not at all. And it, I mean, it, what it does is it delays what God is trying to do in and through you. If indeed, you know, you're supposed to partner with somebody for purpose sake. And the know? tough part is whether it's a man or a woman. I don't know. Probably happens more uh, on the side of the the men. Um, not being committed, if mm -hmm. we're being honest. But I think the tough part here is if you are the person who expects long-term commitment and you're not getting it, to learn or have the discernment, to pray for the discernment to know when Oof. it's right to leave. Because I think... To pray for it and to act on it. Yeah, because I think hoping and wishing on a prayer for something that's not really there, I think is the is the real issue. That is the web of lies that we often will deceive ourselves with and... It's unfortunate because time keeps going, you know, destiny keeps getting delayed. Um, it's a disservice to yourself. You it's know? actually a disservice to both people, That's, really, if you want to be honest about it. It is. What, mainly, I mean, mainly for the, I don't want to say the woman, because women can also yeah. do it that way. But, yeah, you're right. It is a disservice, because then it's two individual journeys that are being delayed. I think what we really need to call for are just two responsible 
adults who can be mm -hmm. honest about what they really want mm -hmm. and then align yourself with the people who want the same thing that you want mm -hmm. and work towards that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that just requires a certain degree of honesty, not only with the other person, with oneself. Sometimes people will say, oh, I really want this committed thing, but in reality, that's not what they really yeah. want. Yeah, either I really want this committed thing and they don't want that or... They, no, they know, want temporary companionship. Exactly. Or even then are ready to leave and know what they're supposed to do. But even knowing that truth, choose not to follow or act out on that truth. And we'll just stick around acting like they don't they didn't hear that? from God. I, I found that um, a lot of my ladies, right, will know that they're not supposed to be in a relationship. Will be there. Know that it's not supposed to be like that. Or know that the other person's not fully committed. And know in their heart that they're supposed to leave or that they should leave, right? To see whatever else is out there, whatever else God has prepared for them. But act like they don't know that truth, you know? And knowing something and not acting on it is just harmful, in my opinion. Sometimes you know something, but you're just wandering, you know? That's, so that's some wilderness case, that's business over here. Israelites. You're just going to be roaming around the, the desert for way longer than you need to when in reality you've just been trying to get to your promised land but you can't get to your promised land unless you wake up and snap out of the wilderness situation that you're yeah, in. Yeah, and the decision making is on you. Like, you know, I once heard um, a, what is it, a sermon from Stephen Furtick and he was interviewing T.D. Bishop, Bishop T.D. Jakes, <laughs> got his name backwards, but in the, um, in the sermon, he was saying something about how, like, God will send you a forest and, you know, you're busy asking God, okay, God, send, you know, I, I need a chair, I need a chair, I need a chair. And rather than sending you a chair, God sends you a forest. He gives you creativity, gives you insight to create those things. And even in this situation, it's like, you know, God's not the one making the decisions. He gives us the wisdom. He gives us the insight. He provides everything that we need to make those decisions for ourselves on a daily basis. And so um, that has always been my hope is that, and maybe people think that like I'm an advocate for breakups, but this like lay aside every weight that so easily ensnares you and run this race. You know what I mean? I think I, for some reason, visually see that so well with this relationship topic. And it's like, how important it is for us to just wake up to that and not be afraid. And rather than erring on the side of like fear, right, or comfort, it's choosing to say, you know what, I'm willing to step out in faith and believe that God has something for me. That yeah, because I would argue something good is there that I'm going to encounter exactly what God wants me to encounter. You know? Yeah, because I would argue that something kind of right is probably not right at all. Uh, absolutely. And I, especially given the nature, uh, the climate as it relates to divorce rates and everything else in our society, country, whatever, I think we're way better off being at peace with ourselves, loving ourselves, knowing ourselves, as opposed to trying to partner with someone that we know it's not the quite right thing. And I, and I would actually go on to venture off to say that if we can be okay and at peace with being with oneself and mm -hmm. being at peace with oneself, then we will open up the the right space to connect with the right person. One thousand percent. And if it, and, and if guess what, if the right person doesn't come along, I I would think most people would be better would be better off on their own than Healthy with someone alone. Then, then not with yeah. someone else you're not supposed to be with. Because that's actually the most miserable option, most yeah. likely. No, that's so good. And I think even in that space of like 
not holding on to something and then still having the audacity to believe God for something else also, like creating that space that you're talking about. Like that's a faith, that, that's an expectancy, right? Being willing to let go and having this like open hand policy. You can't be gripping onto something and expecting God to bring something else that's good. As you're like entertaining different things and um, keeping yourself busy and all that. No, I think what you said is spot on. It's better for you to be alone, healthy, spiritually, you know, sound and at peace with the Lord and create that space of expectancy, create that space of faith and saying, I'm willing to believe it yeah. rather than to be holding on to something that you know ain't, you ain't got no business holding on to and then still having the audacity to pray, God, bring me something good. You know what I mean? God's like, all right, baby girl, are you going to let go? You know, are you going to let go and trust me or not? And I think... Faith comes in that moment when the hand is empty and you don't know if something good is coming or something bad is coming. Faith is believing that because I have a God who loves me, because I have a God who, you know, didn't even spare his own son yeah. on my behalf, I'm willing to believe that by letting this go, something better is coming along the way. That's faith. Yeah. And if we're going to have faith in every arena of our life, from careers to, you know, um, to parenthood to, you know, how we navigate relationships. I think this space of romantic relationships and having that expectancy and that pregnant expectation is important. And I think one thing that we all have to do, whether you are in a situation where you need a breakup or whatever the case might be, I think we this there's a principle that we all should get comfortable to, should get comfortable with, which is we have to be honest with ourselves. And I think sometimes we have to do enough introspection to even know what's really going on on the surface mm -hmm. because sometimes I think we have a tendency to just take things as they are. And I do this too, to yeah. be honest, to, to take things as they are and to not really peer, to look past the, the primary level and to really ask, why am I clinging on to this? Why am I doing this? Mm. And it's only when you can kind of try to understand your own personal motivations mm -hmm. where you could really even have the discernment to even think like that, you mm -hmm. know? Because... The discernment or the discernment? <laughs> <laughs> Not to call out... Discernment. Uh, discernment. There's, no, there's no need, there's no need <laughs> for that. Um, but, because, you know, because ultimately what you're doing is you're kind of just lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I say? You know what? You could lie to me, but please don't lie to yourself. Yeah. Because... That's that's the most self sabotage. You're yeah. self sabotaging, and, mm -hmm. and you're not even fully conscious about mm -hmm. it. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah, the enemy doesn't have to destroy you if you're willing to self sabotage yourself. You know, um, I don't care what you say to me, but just just be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's that's tough sometimes. Mm -hmm. If I'm if I'm being honest, yeah, sometimes we don't want to face that hard truth because we know deep down inside it means we have to make a change. Make changes exactly. You know? But nothing good can come into your life unless you're willing to make those tough decisions to live in truth. Um, I don't want to escape, escape past that, by the way, though, because yeah. I do realize that could be really tough for people it because is, yeah. sometimes the, the desire to not address something is maybe rooted in deeper things than just that. And people aren't prepared to. They're not, they don't yeah. have the facilities. Yeah. The, they don't have the fortitude they're just maybe maybe their life and emotional state is not one where they know they could even like ruffle those feathers yeah and that's understandable too you know well while that's the case i think that in moments like that is when you know seeking higher 
power, higher help. You know, and invi invi inviting the Holy Spirit into that therapist process. Help, therapist help, help, all of the above. Community. It's like, do you want? Yeah. You know, you can have lived your whole life and it be an amalgamation of decisions you've made, in comfort and not trying to ruffle the feathers and not trying to rock the boat. But what you'll find is that you'll have lived and your life will have been just that, yeah. you know, yeah. versus being able to say, you know what? I asked myself the hard questions. I peeled back the layers. I worked through these things, not only in an effort to be healthy, but in order to live a life that's true, true well, to that's, myself that's, and true to the promises that I know God has for me. But I think that's the beauty of truth is that it's liberating. So Always, if you're yeah. able to sift past the surface of that thing that you're afraid to touch, maybe it's not the right time to touch it. I understand that some certain things are take a process, mm -hmm. but it's only when you really get to the core of the truth mm -hmm. that you can truly be free, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. um, in due time, if anything in due time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. I don't have anything to add to that. I think that that is yeah, right on the money. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Me too. Tell Me too. us about, tell us about, uh, what else we got? Oh, our sponsor. <laughs> um, no, I'll, 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 I'll take this one. Uh, Tedros team is a real estate team in Los Angeles. And yes, we've told you that we help people buy, help, we help people sell, invest. But what we really enjoy helping people do is meet their goals. Um, a lot of times buying a house is not just about buying a house. It's about making a change for your life and your family. And that is an honor to be a part of. Uh, and one thing that we've also really enjoyed recently is that some of you have reached out to us through the podcast and yeah. we've been able to start the process of helping some of you folks, whether it's out of state referrals or uh, people who are moving to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. um, so we appreciate that you guys trust us, that you guys are listening. Mm -hmm. um, and it is our honor to serve you guys in this way. Yeah. And so just as you guys know, we're pretty ambitious, Isaiah and myself. Our goal is to help at least 50 different people or families this year. And so if you know someone who's looking to buy, sell, or invest, send them our way. Help us reach our goal um, and, and us reaching that goal, right, um, on our work level, we hope to help people reach their goal, like Isaiah was saying, of being able to own a home, to invest, or to sell. Uh, and, yeah, it can be a collaborative effort. So think about it. Pick your brain. Look at your, your, your network of people. And if you can think of someone that you can refer us to or refer them to us, I guess, either <laughs> way. Feel free to do so. We, we, we appreciate you. My, uh, our Instagram for our mm -hmm. real estate team is at T-H-E-O-D-R-O-S team. Tedros team. Great. And our handles on our own are at lightandlove.life and at Isaiah's Tedros. All of that will be in the show notes. So if you liked or even loved today's episode, you know what to do. Definitely leave us a review on Apple Podcast, or you can leave a rating on Spotify using the three ellipses at the top of the podcast. Um, definitely subscribe, share, let everybody you know know about the podcast or this particular episode. Um, and if you haven't gotten a chance to obviously catch up if you're tuning in randomly on this episode, definitely scroll back through. There are seven other episodes waiting for you. So we love you guys. Thanks love for tuning in so again. And we'll catch you world. next time. Peace. Thank you.